In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. I'm not here with my co-host, Jack. I'm here with a very special guest. I'm here with Jeff Ridson. Jeff, how are you, buddy? Very good to be with you. On, uh, I, I can't believe I'm filling Jack's shoes. I, I won't even try to do that, but uh, thanks for having me in. As long as you don't talk uh, cap space, you'll be fine. So uh, that's fine. <laughs> I won't do that. Awesome. And uh, the reason why I wanted to reach out uh, to you was the excellent article you wrote on the uh, six free agents potentially available for the Browns. Oh, thank you. Yeah, uh, it was it was a fun one to write because you know we're we're kind of in between waves of free agency now. We got we got the big signings out of the way, and now now we're in the secondary market, and you know there, there's still some guys out there that can help. All right, cool. Do you want to start off with just plugging it nice and early? You, where the, where to find the article, and then we're going into a little bit more detail. Yeah, absolutely. You can find it at Browns Wire um, or on the Sports Wire app from USA Today, um, where I'm the editor for the Browns Wire. And uh, yeah, it's 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 up there. Uh, got a bunch of things going on there, but uh, yeah, quite a bit quite a bit of uh, options that are still out there for John Dorsey and and the team to look at. So we said pre-show that I think we need no one on the offense and maybe six people on the defense. How how do you feel about that? Um, I, I think you're, I think you're short selling some of the depth on defense, to be honest with you. I, I, I'm with you on a couple of things. Um, and, and one of the things that I wanted to see was, was safeties. And that was a couple of guys that I brought up in this thing, uh, in the piece, because, uh, I, I there is a hole with Jabril Peppers gone and I'm not sold that Derek Kindred can fill it. Uh, certainly not all by himself. I think he's proven that. So, uh, there was a couple of guys that I like and they're, they're guys with, uh, Steve Wilkes ties. Um, and you know, being a new defensive coordinator, He's putting in a new system. It will be quite different from what we're used to seeing with Greg Williams. Um, it's hard to explain the differences without having you know videotape in front of you. But uh, it's uh, the, the angel safety is gone. You're going to see a lot of interchangeable safeties. He doesn't necessarily have a strong and a free. He has you know two safeties on the field, sometimes three safeties on the field, and they all have to be able to do different things. Uh, that's why I'm a huge Trey Boston fan. He was one of the. He was the, actually the first guy that I thought of when I wrote this out. Uh, the safety played for played for Wilkes uh, in Arizona, played for him in Carolina, had a stop in there in, in, in with the Chargers as well. Good all-around safety, very versatile leadership guy, makes plays on the ball, which I think is something that we're going to have to get used to seeing. Um, safeties do more in this defense than cornerbacks because uh, that's that tends to be what what Wilkes likes. So I, he was he's a natural for me, and uh, he's a guy again. He was in the state last year too. He was a late signing as a free agent. Uh, sort of got off the board late and everybody's wondering what was wrong with that and he wanted to play very well so uh, I'm a big advocate for him and uh, he's been flirting with a few Cleveland Browns uh, fans he's been liking things he's been laughing he's been commenting I think he wants to come I I hope so it it sure seems that way he is a very um, if you've never seen him play before he is one of those guys he's never not talking and uh, I, I think that's something that can fit well in this defense because, you know, there is a bit of a – I don't want to say there's a leadership void, but there's, a, there's an open spot for a big personality. 
and that's Trey Boston. Yeah, and how well, being, being brutal, honestly, I know he's obviously a big name. How well do you think he did last year? He was fine. Um, they, did, they, had a, they had a trouble – they had trouble with size um, on their defense. They, they ran basically with two safeties as linebackers. Uh, they had a lot of injury issues. They didn't get a lot of pass rush. So it, it was tough for him to play. I thought he, he handled himself reasonably well. Um, he is not a pro bowler, but he's a guy that I think – see, I think Demarius Randall personally, I think he's a pro bowler. Me too. I, I, and I think, he's, I think we're going to see him be even better next year now that he's got a year back at safety under his belt. So if you can get a quality guy that you know, is steady next to him, I think that's fine. And, and I think Trey Boston can do that. And the other guy I brought up is, is Jaleel Adai, uh, another former Charger. Um, I, I think he, he fits the bill well. As, he, he's more of a strong safety. He is more of a – he can play the role that Peppers played last year. Um, probably a little bit better than Derek Kindred. He has a little bit of ball skills. He can, he can run with the tight end to some extent, but uh, yeah, there's, there's options there. I'm with you that there, there is needs in the secondary that do have to get addressed. Here. And, and Jeff, do you think we could take uh, two safeties in the free agent or is that just too, too much overload? I think just one is probably fine. Now, if Darren Smith wants to come back, I liked him last year. I'd, I'd like to see him back. He's playing in the AAF and playing very well. I'd, I'd, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be opposed to have him come back either. Okay. And yeah, moving on to uh, def- uh, secondary, like in the, in the linebackers, I think we need two definitely uh, people that people there. One in the draft, one in free agent. You know, I'm, I'm okay with that. I, I, like the, I like the linebacking core as a whole right now. I, 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 think, I think we're going to have to get used to playing two linebackers, and that's going to be Kirksey and, and Schobert, and I'm okay with that. Now, if you need a third guy – Jannard Avery's fine if you're looking for the pass rush angle, but that, that guy who played the Jamie Collins role, he's not on the team now. Um, and I don't think any of the guys that they signed are there. Um, Adarius Taylor, that didn't impress me much, to be honest with you. <laughs> Just wasn't yeah. the guy that I was looking at all that hard. Um, but there's another guy that, that, that I brought up in the article, uh, Josh Bynes, starting experience with a bunch of different teams. He is a versatile backup kind of guy. And I, th- I think that's the role that you need. He can play inside, he can play outside. Played for Wilkes in Carolina last year. Uh, I get to see him when he played in Detroit up close and personal. Another guy who's – he's not going to break the bank. He's not a guy who you want starting. But if he's, if he's playing as your third or fourth linebacker, you're fine because he can do a lot of good things. And I, I think – like I said, I think Schobert is very good. I think Kirksey serves his role well. I, I'd like to see him do a little bit more. But I think given how good the defensive line looks now and how good the secondary can be, I think they're okay with that. So I'm not looking for, you know, I'm not, not, I'm not looking for that number 49 pick to be a linebacker. I think there's other needs that are more pressing for that. If you can get a solid veteran like, 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 uh, like Bynes there, I'm, I'm fine with taking a late round guy that's a project and, and working Avery in more too, because I do think there's something there. Bynes, would it be playing uh, special teams? Yes, absolutely. And he, he's, he's very good at that. He, uh, he's, he he can play all. He can play punt coverage. He can play field goal. Do all that stuff. So that 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 matters when you have you you're, you're absolutely right. The, the reserves matter on special teams. You got to be able to do that, and that's something that uh, the Browns as a whole need to really improve upon. And uh, def- uh, defensive tackle. Do you think we need one or two more people there? I'm happy with one uh, because I think if you have Trevon Coley as your number four, you're fine. And uh, if you add. There's any number of guys that are still out there. Um, Al Woods is a guy that's out there that's floating around. He's he's chopping his wares. The guy that I brought up is Rodney Gunner. The, he was a nose tackle again for Wilkes in Arizona. There's a lot of links there. Yeah, um, I, lean, I lean heavily on his 
And, and because again, you're making a scheme change. You're making a, a culture change on defense from the Greg Williams. Greg was the mixed bag. You know, you, you took the good with the bad and, and Wilkes is very different and it's going to require a different necessarily set of skills and mindset for these guys to play. And I think having more guys with experience under him will help. And Gunner is, He's the immovable object. He can get up the field a little bit. Uh, pretty good run defender. If he is your two or three, um, and, and you've got you know Ogunjobi and, and Richardson obviously in there, that's 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 fantastic. If he can be your third guy, maybe replace Richardson on the on the rundowns, um, then I'm fine with Coley being your number four. But right now, as it is, yes, they do absolutely need one for sure. Can you see? Um... Freddie and and the uh, Wilkes going for like a, a bit like Greg did last year, going for three middle of the road cornerbacks, and then two of them will play one to get injured type strategy. <laughs> they do get injured, don't they? <laughs> yeah. So like, can you can can you see uh, us maybe going for a couple of cornerbacks in free agency? Um, again, this that market has kind of withered up. Actually, just before we recorded this. Um, uh, one of the which EJ Gaines went back to the Bills. He played for the Browns briefly last year before he got hurt. Um, I, I think you know Philip Gaines probably has some value, and they, they did bring him back. But again, he's he's a number three, number four. I, I would like an upgrade over TJ Carey, and and I say that as somebody you know I'm an Ohio Bobcat. I'm actually wearing the Bobcat hat right now, as you can see, um, and I, I'm I'm grateful that he's in Cleveland, but I want him to be better, and I'm not sure that he can be. So I want. That is, for me, the primary draft need. Um, that or offensive tackle um, is, is what I really want. The, the cornerback market right now, you're looking at guys who are marginal starters, um, third, fourth, outside cornerbacks, guys like that. Th- there's a need for that, but I, I, I want somebody that's a little bit more high-end, to be honest with you. Were you sad to see BBC leave? Yes. Oh, you know, you know I, I'm a definite fanboy of his, and I have to put that out there right away. He had some wretched games last year. <laughs> there, there's no denying that. I will say that as one of his biggest fans. He, he was woefully inconsistent, but his good was really good. And I like the fact that he could play free safety. I like the fact that he could play corner, inside or outside. He made plays. He was aggressive, uh, sometimes to his own detriment. Uh, that missed tackle against Baltimore is going to stick with me forever because that lost the game, essentially. That, that hurt. But I love the guy, um, and I wish him very well in Houston. I think he's going to do very well for the Texans. Excellent. And uh, looking on the offense, you've gone with in your article two running backs. I do. And, and you know, what's funny is that I, I switched these guys in the middle of writing it because I initially had Jay Ajay down. And then I'm like, you know what? That guy gets hurt all the time. I, I, I don't like injury guys. I'm, especially given the dynamic that we had last year with the injuries, I'm, I'm a little bit worried about that. So uh, I, I, I called one guy here is a uh, John Dorsey guy, Spencer Ware from Kansas City. Uh, a, a competent backup average, almost five yards per carry last year as a guy who's – he can kind of do it all. I'd like to see him be a little bit better in the passing game, but but as a he, – he's a – he gets the ball and goes forward very well and quickly, and I like those things. And, and you know, you're looking at essentially a number three running back, and I happen to like Dontrell Hilliard as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm okay with not adding any here, but if you if, – if there's a Duke-Johnson trade, that suddenly elevates the, the need for a running back. And we'll, who knows what's going on with that, honestly. Um, you, you hear different things every day on the Duke Johnson front. Oh, they love him. They want to keep him. He's, he's perfectly priced for a backup running back. Oh, maybe they could get something better for him. You know, 
he was probably only we love him more because he was the best player on a bad team than he is you know a valuable yeah, player. yeah. It, it's all over the map on that and um i'm just going to assume that he's with the team until he's not and i think that's probably the way that we all need to do that uh, the other guy i brought up is a guy who's more like duke johnson uh and that's alfred blue um from the texans not as shifty in the open field, not quite as top-end fast, but can do a lot of the same things and is really good in pass protection when he remembers that he's in pass protection. There's okay. Doesn't. Uh, good, good player, though. I, I, I like him, and he's uh, – you're looking at guys here that are not going to break the bank. These are, you know, one-year, two $2.5 million deals, uh, which is easily affordable for, for what our cap situation is with the nod to Jack. Excellent. You don't think we need anything in the tight end – I well, it depends on how you feel about Seth DeValve. I am not a Seth DeValve fan. I don't think he belongs on the team. I'm surprised he made it last year. I thought he was a waste of a roster space, quite honestly. And I would wouldn't mind seeing someone in there. This is a great draft for tight ends. Yep. Especially developmental guys late. So I'm I'm okay with using a fifth, sixth, seventh round pick on a tight end. Um, you've got Najoku. You've you've got you know, Fells is gone, and that kind of hurt because I I did like what he offered, but. Um, they have options there. And I, I don't think it's necessarily pressing need. Now that they've upgraded the wide receiver position, I, I think you're going to see less of the two, two, two tight end sets where the, or where the, the second tight end needs to be a big receiving threat. And I think they've mitigated that away. So more three, more three wide receiver sets uh, works for me. Works for Were you, were you uh, hooked on fails with your Lions connection? Uh, you know what? I like that guy a lot. Um, he, and he's a fun guy. I, I, I have an affinity for the former basketball players. He was actually a really good basketball player. He played professionally, um, did a lot of good things. You know, he's, he, there is a void there. Um, uh, but I think they can fill that. It's, that's the number 51, 52 position on the roster. Um, you don't need to have three starting tight ends on your team. You just don't. All right. Excellent. And, uh, let's fi- f- uh, f- finish up with, what do you reckon the Browns' win-to-loss ratio is going to be this year? Ooh, you know, I believe they're going to win the AFC North. Good. I, I, don't have, I don't have any qualms about saying that. Just because of what they've done, and I think Baltimore, while they still – I think a lot of Browns fans are underselling what Baltimore has left. There's no denying they lost a lot. Yeah. A lot. Um, and, I'm, and they just simply can't replace all that in one year, and that includes losing Joe Flacco. Uh, so I, th- I think they're going to sink a little bit. Pittsburgh, they're always Pittsburgh. They're, there will not be an easy out, but they do not have the talent that they've had in years. And, and the Bengals, they're the Bengals. I'm not – they're they're fighting for top five draft pick next year, in my opinion. We'll see what their new coach does. That's a big call, Jeff. That's a big call. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable in, in burying some. Although they do get karma points for dumping Ponte's perfect finally. So maybe that'll, <laughs> uh, but I like – I think 10 wins is very realistic. So 10 and six, uh, I think they can, I think they can get to 12. Uh, if they take care of business in the division, they're, you know, that they're, they're non-conference schedule. It's manageable. The talent, the front end talent on this team is as good as any team in the NFL It's can the depth guys, can that second wave of player, can, can they step up? Can the offensive line hold up well enough with two tackles that probably shouldn't be starting no matter who they are? Uh, there, there are holes. There are vulnerabilities. Um, and, and having a rookie head coach is another vulnerability. But I'm, I'm really confident that Baker Mayfield is the right guy. I, I love Miles Garrett. I don't think Cleveland fans appreciate how awesome he is, how game-changing he is, and how he will make everybody around him better on the defense, too. 
Um, that that sort of gets lost in the you know the the orgy of offensive explosion that we've had this this past you know year with you know Chubb coming in at Mayfield and now now got Odell Beckham. My goodness. <laughs> Yeah, Jeff, I was doing a bit of peace. I was looking through some old video clips of the draft last year. And if you want me to be brutally honest, if you watch the Browns fans when we picked Mayfield, they're not over the, they're not over the moon. They're like, no, oh, no. no not. <laughs> yeah. And now I think they're like, I think we should have there, celebrated was, a bit more. I think some of the Cleveland media brainwashed them into thinking that they were getting Johnny Manziel 2.0. Yeah, okay. I, I, I'm very happy that, that Mayfield quickly made those people look like damn idiots because that's what they are. Jeff, who was your call for the first uh, quarterback last year? Who did you want? I wanted Baker Mayfield. He was not uh, – the interesting story is he was not my number one quarterback. I liked Sam Darnold better, but I liked Mayfield for Cleveland because I liked his mentality and I thought he would wear the he, – he would be better capable of any of those quarterbacks to handle the mindset of handling the quarterback job in Cleveland. He wanted that. And that, that meant something to me, and I think it's worked out very well that way. Yeah, Donald was my number one, and uh, Baker was my number two. So uh. Yeah, I was the same way. But, but again, I, I really did want Mayfield in Cleveland because I thought he was the, the natural mentality fit. You know, Donald, nothing against him. I think, and I, I do think the Jets did a good job in getting him, uh, but I don't think he would have worn it the way Baker does. He wouldn't have embraced it the way that, that Baker has, you know, embraced being Cleveland and, and being the, the last name on that damn jersey for a long time. Yeah, good. Well, look, Jeff, thank you very much for your time. I'm flying into Detroit, by the way. Are you really? And I'm driving to Cleveland, end of May. So uh, between uh, Detroit and Cleveland, will I see you anywhere? Uh, you will not, but you will drive right by my hometown of Vermilion, Ohio. So I'll give a plug to the hometown there. So uh, enjoy it. Um, try to get out of Detroit as fast as you can. Oh, is it that bad, yeah? Well, no, it's not. Um, and, and the airport's actually fairly close. It's a two-hour ride to Cleveland, so you're, you're good. All right, good, good, good. All right, good. Look, Jeff, thank you very much for your time, and uh, that's been very insightful, and I've learned a lot there. Thanks a lot, mate. My pleasure to be with you. Thanks, man. Cheers. Cheers.